What's up, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Ren Pod. It's me, Morgan, and Bralio. How you doing, guys? Yeah. How you doing, Bralio? How you been feeling? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. Uh, excited to talk some rando stuff for the week. Yeah, yeah. This week, uh, we're talking about some uh some DC and some White Claw news. So for all you comic book people and drinkers out there, this episode is really for you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Morgan, how you been though? Uh, I've been doing pretty well. I did a, did a, we talked about this a little bit before I did a grueling workout today. Um, and I mean, I was limping my way home after that workout. It was rough. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Like I was saying, I need to go in, into that myself. I, I keep saying, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow. And then I keep slacking off. Oh yeah. Like it's, it's, I got up this morning and, uh, I don't know why thing is cause I stayed up to like 2am, uh, last night and I was just, I stared at a wall for a little minute. Like it was, and then I watched a couple of episodes of a TV show. And then I woke up this morning. I was like, I'm going to work out. I got, today's the day we work out. Doge is, is recuperating. Yeah, <laughs> and I needed, to, <laughs> and I needed to take my mind off of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just, I, I consider, a, um, like, uh, it went on sale. That's what I thought I did. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like it did, it did go on sale, but I mean, it was a major surge. Like it needs to like regroup and kind of uh, price correct a little bit, and and you know, because it's gonna go up again. Like everybody understands, it's gonna go up again. This isn't the end of anything. Um, this is not financial advice. I'm just stating what we've seen previous. You know. <laughs> yeah, because if anything, it kind of raised the the flooring, if that makes sense. Because now before the the plateau for for um I was gonna say for COVID, for Doge is um was like around zero zero point five cents, right? And then it went up, and it was the floor was one cent, and then the floor was nine cents, and now the floor it appears to be twenty five cents because it hasn't gone lower than that. Yeah, without it, with with just a couple of dips earlier this morning, I think it was at twenty two, but I think now it's hovering about twenty five or twenty seven. Yeah, so. The even if they have if we have these crazy surges, we you know, like the people that just buy in to sell out, it's fine. Just as long as we keep a base of let's say twenty-five cents or thirty cents and then it it plat it goes high and then it plateaus down at like forty cents, it's gonna be a, a slow climb. But as long as we have as long as the plateau doesn't keep lowering, we're fine. We're more than fine. Is that plus I think it's a good thing that people are selling off now. You know, like, because I think Elon said something about this. He was like, he he's waiting for the people who are holding the major amounts of it to sell off before he throws like all of his support behind it. Because, you know, there are those people who like have been hoarding Doge for like years or like a decade at this point or whatever. And they've got, you know, hundreds of millions to maybe a billion of it. And if it hits a dollar, that's a bad, you know, like that's a bad thing for everybody almost. You know, because it'll kind of throw the economy out of whack. So, I mean, it's kind of a good thing that people are selling off now when it's a bit earlier. And then, you know, in in the it'll be more for it to be spread around to everybody in a way. It'll be a little bit better. What I'm hoping, like honestly hoping, is that more places like start accepting those. Like around my house, there's an ATM that has uh, Ethereum, alt, and other altcoins, and obviously Bitcoin as a um, withdrawal option, which is cool. So I hope that we get more like um, ATMs that might accept Doge and places online. Because if 
if the money keeps like you know being going up and down but there's still no places that accept it it's like just hoarding a commodity that's not gonna do anything and that's not the point of it it's supposed to be something that we could eventually end up replacing physical cash with yes um i'm definitely you know i'm 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 loving i'm loving that like i think a nissan dealership somewhere is accepting it now as well so it's like it's it's coming around and i think it's i think it's been it's been an, this has been an issue since like bitcoin popped um the first time like where people didn't really know what to do with it and everybody's kind of afraid of change you know which we've seen for a very long time everybody's terrified of change um so when you go hey this thing is uh doesn't really exist but it's money now you know people are all of a sudden like what and it's like but i mean paper money isn't you know it's not real it's just a, a fabricated thing that we give value to you know it's paper like who cares whatever you know <laughs> like even the idea of gold or silver is is just a rock that we gave value to and said that's valuable so now it means something you know like nothing means anything it's just it's things <laughs> yeah especially in for us in the modern age and even for the next generation digital assets are gonna end up being the future because you know something that's interesting was um I don't know how familiar you are with um tokens that you could also buy like digital assets like uh somebody sells a JPEG you could buy the you could buy it and be the one owner of the JPEG yes people could copy and paste it but as long as you hold that original it could keep going up in value and I think that it's getting to the point that is ridiculous in a way but it's so fascinating to watch. Oh yeah, I, I'm trust me. I'm very well versed in uh, NFTs. I spent an entire day helping a friend of mine uh, post an NFT. I mean, like a whole day I spent helping her do this. <laughs> like it cost her two hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> of which we had to be like funneling Ethereum around all day long to get this money in the right place so she could post this nft which ended up just being a, a like a gif of her yawning that was it <laughs> i i saw the you know which nfts were going for like a really high value not too long ago uh like doing research on because i don't know why i went into this rabbit hole but um the pepe memes especially like the diamond pepe yeah yeah that 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 went high uh the the was it nyan cat or or rainbow rainbow cat one of them uh, um, that one went pretty high <laughs> surprised nobody's selling two girls one cup that was a legendary video of our time that was a nightmare <laughs> hey man it's actually not even enough oh god i remember those days don't google that if you don't know what it is maintain your brain no okay please google it please google it you need to please don't it is a curse <laughs> if we went through this everybody needs to go through this it is a curse you know how like the the grudge or the ring where you got like seven days it's a curse that will live in your brain forever okay <laughs> you will never escape it <laughs> i don't know man i don't know that is lived in my head just bur i buried it so many times and then people say it and it comes back and it will never leave you know <laughs> that and the infamous blue w yep yep that uh cleveland blank you know human centipede a lot of things will never leave um 
that were just allowed to run rampant, honestly. <laughs> but that I, I miss those days, man. Like stuff like that. Now with the whole cancel culture and then everything has to be PC, you you don't get to have those moments anymore. Because even on what was it like few like a month and a half back, somebody posted on TikTok like, "Oh, don't Google this. You you'll be shocked at the results." So you know me growing up in the early two thousands, I had to Google it. So and when I when I googled it, all that came up was like girls naked and stuff like what that's oh, it that's nothing yeah that's, like we saw some messed up stuff which is like okay that maybe it's not as bad because kids aren't scarred now because we saw some absolutely egregious they things they're not being scarred. <laughs> they need to be scarred maybe that's what it, this new generation needs I think there's I think there's a the there's like a mild scarring, you know what I mean? Like the stuff that we saw was like maybe a bit far, you know what I mean? <laughs> like there was no regular the things I saw I shouldn't have seen. Yes. You know, that's why you're tough, right? And you I don't know. We need to educate these kids, man. I think there's like a mild level of scarring that is acceptable, you know what I mean? Like like wandering out into the woods and finding like a stack of Playboys is like that's like a thing that happened back then. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, that never happened to me. <laughs> oh, that never happened to you? <laughs> you ever like wandered in the woods with like some friends and then you Dude, came I, across them? I, I grew up in, in Manhattan. The most woods we had was the park, Central Park, and that's not woods. Ah, yes. No, no, no. We, we went out, uh, you know, when I wasn't when I wasn't like in New York or in Florida, uh, actually, this did happen in Florida. I don't know why I was saying when I was like, I spent a lot of time in, in New York, Florida and, you know, wherever. So when I wasn't in New York, I was usually in Florida and, and we like went wandering about in Florida as, you know, 10 year olds do. And then we came across somebody's stash just and or bush. <laughs> That's so weird. In Florida, man, I don't I don't know what's it's, that place is hell. I don't know what's going on there, you know, but. Like, you know, things like that or like, you know, just mild scarring, I think, is fine because that's just a part of growing up. Like you come like kids Google stuff they shouldn't Google kids, you know, go places they shouldn't go, you know, like look at uh, what's that movie where the dude goes, you guys want to see a dead body? Like What's that movie? Logan Paul. <laughs> but, but earlier than him earlier than him. it was like an 80s movie or something where like these kids were like out in the woods or something they come across like a dead body <laughs> the goonies it might have been no no it was, this was darker than the goonies although the goonies did have like wild stuff like that too you know like that type of stuff is like it happens you know <laughs> i can't believe there's people that are trying to cancel the goonies though that's just ridiculous you can't cancel the goonies it's the goonies yeah just like people trying to cancel dmx I mean, he's dead now. God canceled him. I don't know, man. This is... I, might have been too soon, though. No, 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 no. There's nothing that's called too soon. We're part of the cool generation. <laughs> that's allowed to make these jokes without people crying. Sorry. I was like... Being, listen, uh, I had my morning period, you know? I had my morning period. I was sad for like three days. When will happen? When he died? Yeah. You know, I was sad for three days. You know, I was like, yes. <laughs> Respect. Yeah. I listened to X gonna give it to you, you know? <laughs> classic, classic. You know, you know, pour one out, you know. We we all know how it is. You know uh, who probably didn't pour one out or is gonna pour one out? One of these four local remakes, man. Tell me more about this. Oh my gosh. Okay, so a couple days ago, 
maybe two or three days ago, um, White Claw announced that they were putting White Claw Surge into the market, which I believe is supposed to be like 8% ABV and 14 ounce cans or something or like a 28 ounce can, something like that, um, which is like, OK, that's nowhere near OG for Loco, which everybody knows that. I don't know if you did you used to drink OG for Loco? Uh, yes, that and nutcrackers and then wash it down with um, some Georgie. Oh, see, I was an OG for Loco and a Zima guy, so I was trash. <laughs> I was I, I don't know, man. I always found Georgie to be like one of the best liquors. I don't know. People think I'm weird because it's like, it's like such a cheap liquor. But the, uh, the point of drinking is to get drunk, right? So why wouldn't you want to go for the one that does the job the fastest? Oh, yeah. I mean, that that was kind of the point of like getting OG for Loco was it was a blackout in a can, as everybody called it. You know, <laughs> like that's what it, and it was like two bucks. You know, that's why I got Zima. That's why I got uh, OG for Loco. And that's why I got um. what was what was that other one? There was another one. that was like literally two dollars everywhere you went. And I always forget the name of it. Uh, and it's like this re- just really trash liquor. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds good. You know, but you just bought it because it was like the cheapest thing you could get your hands on and no one really asked questions. You know, they were just like, ah, whatever. You're buying 12 cases of this. <laughs> you know, you just went on about your business. Um, but like it's nowhere near the potency of OG for Loco. Like I think for Loco had before they like changed it, it had like what was it? It was like 12 percent uh, ABV. 12 to 14 percent abv and it was like a 24 ounce can and then it also had caffeine in it <laughs> i can't believe that that even made it to like production that they, they used to sell that in the grocery store man like the regular they thing. shouldn't have <laughs> they really shouldn't have yes they should have how many good memories then did you have because of that i have no memories because of it <laughs> uh so you doing you did it wrong I remember drinking it and then I remember waking up and then friends remember what happened, but I don't. Ah, I used to be life, man. I used to love that drink. Yeah, have two of those and you wake up like three days later. You know what I mean? Like that was a bad time. You feel like you were dying and living at the same time. That's what I call a good time. It's it's like that old cat, um, Cat Williams um, skit that um what is that drink that is half caffeine half liquor that you is like you get to get too too wound up to pass out oh 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 i think i know what you're talking about i don't remember the name uh sambuca i think oh yep sambuca or absinthe too absinthe kind of does that to you too scotty doesn't know that fiona and me but for <laughs> those of you that don't get the reference watch uh euro trip it's, yeah yeah you'll know you'll know it's it's a lot like i'm i'm glad that they're trying maybe this is the first step and i think that's what everybody was tweeting about they were like it's the first step to getting four loco back you know and like four loco is still around but it's been nerfed pretty heavily <laughs> four loco is not the same it's this it's a, it's a juice at this point man it's nobu exactly you know like it's not it's soda like it's just soda with it's mike's hard seltzer actually mike's hard seltzer actually hits pretty hard actually i'm in the mood for a good ipa oh yeah oh i haven't had a i haven't had a drink in a minute in like a year i need i need a liquidy um demons 
That sounds weird. That sounds wrong. <laughs> it's a, like it is a good first step towards and I'm mad. You know, I'm mad that they called it Surge because Surge is dead. OK, and no one else should have that name except for Surge. You know, I have no idea. You, what you don't. Oh, OK, OK. So Surge was this like energy drink soda that was like imagine Red Bull if Red Bull was on steroids and then put it on crack. And that was Surge. Yeah. (laughs) Surge was taken off the market because it was considered too dangerous to drink. Uh, That means it was good. It was so good. Like, you would be up. Like, it was... Espresso had nothing on Surge. (laughs) Did you ever um, have Nobu? I have not had Nobu. It had, like, the pretty bottle. That's all it was that every rapper in the early 2000s was promoting Oh, yep. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I never drank it. Oh, it was so good, man. Oh, see, like, I didn't, whenever I see too, something being promoted too heavy in rap songs, I'm like, I'm never going to drink that. <laughs> no, that that was the exception for me. Because oh. I was like, I had to try it once, and I fell in love. I wish they still made it. Ah, I missed out. <laughs> I missed out on that one. Yeah, man, it's so worth it. Like, it's just, it's so much. But, like, maybe this is the first step in, in getting a lot of those things back, you know? Like, let them put this out, and maybe we'll be able to get Four loco back. No, because it's going to be Gen Z-ified, so it's not going to be as effective as our, our original classics. Sorry, Gen Zers. I mean, I mean it, it is, like, literally half of what Four loco had, and I don't think it has the caffeine in it either. Yeah, so it's not the same. Yeah, that's why everybody's like, it's the first step, you know, it's that first step that we can take to like whittle away to get it back. <laughs> you know, because now we're in power. It's us. We're in charge now. <laughs> hey, if, I, if I, at any point, I guess maybe to work, I'll be so down for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like millennials are, are the ones who are getting into positions of power now. It's only a matter of time before we go. It's time. It's time for Four Loco to make a comeback. It's time for Surge to come back. It's time for, uh, what was that other one? It was one that was before Four Loco that was worse. And by worse, I mean better. I don't know. But I lost all faith in even my own generation, man. It Beef started cake. with like an S. <laughs> Not sure. It was insanity. Like, they're, you know, th- these are the times. It's us. We're in charge. <laughs> Let's see. Let's yeah. see. Maybe, maybe. So, yeah, I mean, that, you know, that that came out. Everybody was, of course, beefing. People were like, you know, people from our generation was like, you guys don't even know. Y'all don't even know. You saying this is for loco. This isn't for loco. This is for loco light. This is diet loco. You know, this is a two loco, one might say. You know? <laughs> hey, man, they need to bring it back, man. Oh, it'll, it's only a matter of time, you know. In the meantime, you know, I'll stick to making them, you know, myself, you know. Uh, <laughs> where you get, you know, you, you get that, you get, you get that, that, uh, that store-bought four logo mixed with like a Red Bull, you know, get in there. Uh, make that sham going, you know. Um, but speaking of things that are absolutely insane and people that would definitely drink four logo OG style, Jason Todd is gonna, has been introduced into Gotham Knights. He's going to be a playable character, and I'm so excited. Did you did you end up watching the trailer for Gotham Knights, Braulio? Uh, yes, right after, uh, right before recording. What did you think of it? So I have um, mixed feelings. In a way, yeah. it looks interesting, 
the premise looks kind of cool. Um, Batman having died and then the the Bat Fam having to essentially be the protectors of Gotham. The con in, in theory, it sounds good. I had a few issues with the trailer itself, though. Like, I wasn't too big of a fan of um, Batgirl's suit in comparison to the other suits. Like, Nightwing, oh, cool. Red Hood, and even Robin looked pretty cool, while Batgirl looked like it was um, stuck in a time warp. Um, I, I think they're going to be doing a lot of customization. Because, like, you had a problem with the Batgirl suit. I had an issue with the Robin suit. At least the, uh, the like the one that looked like a like a like a poncho <laughs> like a tunic to me it looked yeah it felt like they were trying to mix because it's supposed to be tim it's not damien but it felt like they were trying to mix damien and tim's like robin styles together because damien has like the the like hood at one point and then he has like now he has like the little tunic thing because you know he's he's like a ninja assassin child you know <laughs> so of course he wears a tunic i mean he's from the desert and Tim has like the 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 hoodies and stuff. And it felt like they were just trying to blend the two together. But they said there's going to be a bunch of customization and character outfits and all this type of stuff. So you can just change them around whenever you want. <laughs> okay. But still, even with the, the trailer supposed to sell you on the game and stuff like that could make a break. At least they should have showcased it. Because that suit did not do no justice to, again, it's in comparison to others. Because on its own, it looks pretty cool. But when you compare it to the other ones that look so much better, it just, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Because I was like, oh, this is different. Uh, oh, yeah. It's kind of basic in a way. <laughs> yeah, basic. That's a good word for it. Um, I did like also the the little of gameplay that I saw. It looked um, really fun. It gave me uh, Injustice mixed with, oh, my God, what's this game called? Uh, Horizon Vibes, in a way. Oh, yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that. Like, it's definitely going to be I think it's going to be focused on kind of trying to strategize because they're saying you can switch out your characters um, whenever you want. So you don't have to, like, pick one and then play the whole game through with that. So if you feel like, oh, I need a certain skill set because they're each going to have different skill sets or whatever, like Grayson's going to be more acrobatic. Because, you know, he's, you know, acrobat or whatever. Jason's going to be like your range brute because he's got guns and he's a big burly dude. He's the same size as Batman. You know, Robin's supposed to be kind of like, you know, he's like supposed to be like your thinker or whatever. And then Batgirl's supposed to kind of be like your almost like it's weird that Batgirl's supposed to kind of be like your tank or not tank, but like your your assault in a way because she's supposed to be the best fighter of all of them, which is weird because I think it's supposed to be Barbara and not Cass. <laughs> it. It gave me, um, like, she's going to be more of the techie one out of all of them. Like, because even in the trailer, it looked like she was using more gadgets than even Nightwing. Because Nightwing was using the his electric sticks. Nightwing was using the guns. Uh, Robin was using more of a hand-to-hand combat. And then she was using different gadgets. So she looked like she was pulling more from the the, the belt. Yeah, like it it seems to be like she's going to be kind of um, she's supposed to, I guess, be like your boss fight kind of character because she'll be able to to think on her feet and have the tech and have the fighting skills and all this type of stuff. And everybody else is kind of just going to be boiled down um, to kind of like their basic styles, which I guess works kind of, I guess, because each of them do have a 
like a set identity except for Batgirl because Batgirl's been like five people at this point. So I guess they can kind of just blend them all to, into one Batgirl rather than adding in Black Bat and Spoiler and all this other characters. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But overall, yeah. the trailer looked pretty interesting. I'm not going to necessarily play the game. It looked too much... Uh, of something that I wouldn't enjoy I passed the first um introductory week but it did look fun uh, I'm I'm probably going to play for a bit because there's no like there's no games with red hood in them you know like there's there's none <laughs> You're a big red hood fan aren't you I am I'm a very big red hood fan you know I, like how people love Tim I'm a big Jason fan <laughs> Well I I just finished watching um, Titan season two. Such a good season. Yes. Yes. You, you said you love that show. Please tell us what your thoughts are on this show. So the show is really good. I, I can see the criticisms that I received, like um, the acting kind of falling apart in some parts, um, especially with, um, with not Hank. What's the, yeah, with Hank and with Rose. But overall, the show was really good. The, the story was unique, was well-developed world, and it builds over the course of both seasons. Like, it continues, and you just don't feel like, okay, so now they're fighting Slade, so let's forget everything that had to do with Trigon. Like, they continue mentioning the the characters from the previous seasons, which is good, because it continues, it, it adds more to the continuity. Um, there's a little part few parts here and there that kind of story falls apart but it's it gets a pass because the other parts are so good uh the one issue that i do have with the show is that the bad guys die way too quick like trigon spoiler alert trigon in season one he's the the whole season one is based around him being brought back when they do bring him back he dies in the next 10 minutes Yep, that was horrible. Clapped just immediately. <sighs> it was horrible. Uh, the wife and I watched it together. We were so disappointed. Uh, season two, it built around Slade and him trying to kill the Titans. If they were reformed, everything was going well. The fight was over in about two minutes. Yep. Kind of. Awesome. They did. They're not good at at finishing. Yeah. No, and then. I did enjoy in season two that the other characters got more room to shine because it did feel like the the Grayson show a lot of times. And as good as he as good as he was, I also wanted to learn more about the other characters. And we got to see that. And I'm kind of sad, not sad, but mad that we didn't get to see more of um, Aqualad. He was pretty cool. Yes, like that show, um, the overall, I enjoyed it. Because I got, you know, I got I got to see characters that I love on in live action. I got Beast Boy and Raven. You know, I got that whole dynamic. And you know I'm a big I'm a very big fan of Beast Boy and Raven. That's great relationship right there. Top, top tier relationship in, in fiction. Um and then of course Jason, which I they made him more like this is the main thing that annoyed me about the show. I enjoyed the show, but the main thing that annoyed me about the show was Jason. Yeah, like the main thing that annoyed me about the show was Jason because it's this is a teenage Jason, right? So when Jason was a teenager, he wasn't like the Red Hood, right? And they kind of made him just 
Red Hood Jason as a teenager. Like, and he was just like crippling people and just punching everybody and just going off the handle and being a kind of just a tool, you know, for kind of. And that's not at all like his Robin character. His Robin character was actually completely the opposite. He was a straight A student who wanted to go to medical school and go to Princeton and was just a really big geek who was just constantly reading books and was in theater and doing his homework all the time. And it wasn't until he was like nearing the end of his Robin run that he was getting more and more aggressive because Bruce was kind of there, there was a bad relationship between him and Bruce and there was it was getting kind of verbally abusive between the two of them and Jason left because Bruce was like I'm not your dad I don't need this <laughs> yeah. and Jason was like can't believe this I'm out of here you know and that's where he kind of goes off and becomes you know dies and comes back as Red Hood but they kind of like they kind of just erase that entire part of Jason and we're just like, yeah, he's crippling cops. And I was like, whoa, where'd this come from? <laughs> but I like that, though, because it was a it was a different take than what your comic book accurate character is. And even if you want to compare it like, to the, like the MCU, for example, a lot of the comic characters from the MCU are not the same versions of themselves in the shows. So I like the take that they had with Jason. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan. Not that I'm not a big fan. I'm not too familiar with Jason's backstory, but I like this take. I like the fact that they didn't make him like more of a quiet kid, that they gave him more of a spicy personality and they made him this this kid that you just want to see succeed at the same time you just want to punch him in the face. Oh, he was always loud. Like, that's the thing. Jason was he became Robin because he stole the tires off the Batmobile. <laughs> like, he was always just loud and always just kind of this street kid that just knew stuff like everything. Like, you know, all the Dick Grayson childhood scenes mm. in the yes. show. That's pretty much everything that they did with that. That was pretty much Jason. Like, they just transplanted like comic book Jason and then made it Dick Grayson instead in the show. Like, he was this loud kid who in the beginning was like very much trying to push his boundaries and see if Bruce would kick him back out onto the streets because he was like a homeless kid on the streets that Bruce found stealing the tires off the Batmobile. And after that, he kind of becomes like this kind of, you know, he becomes a model child, but that leads to this, like that leads to the extreme change that we see when he becomes red hood, because it's like, Oh, he's 100% different now. Like he was kind of, you know, he was an aggressive kid. He would break someone's collarbone or, you know, snap a leg or two or something like that and be more aggressive and kind of, you know, he'd mess you up. But he wasn't like, let me cripple a cop messed up. You know what I mean? And then he becomes Red Hood and he's like, oh, I'll I'll kill you. I'll do what I got to do. And that kind of lends that that little bit of depth to his character that I like. I felt like we missed a little bit out on it because they didn't even show part of that. So it was just kind of he became one note to me a little bit. And it hurt. <laughs> I think he had uh, in that show. He had to me one of the the best um, character arcs because he did go from somebody that was um, selfish and that he basically just cared about glory. Because even when the Titans reformed, he was the one that kind of yelled it out like, "Oh, the Titans are back!" B words, and yeah, <laughs> and it was cool because it, it, like I said, it made him like spunky or whatever, and. I like that um, rendition or that version of him. So to me, it was great. Oh yeah, I love him loud. I love him loud. I'm, I'm. I look forward to seeing him 
as more because I think uh, I mean I know where this is going. We all know where it's going to go. It's it's Jason. There's only one way it can go because writers hate him. So like, <laughs> there's no happy ending for my boy. Uh, but you know I'm excited to see his like slow kind of you know transition to the Red Hood. Um, because like you know he 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 and Rose of course they're not going to work out and never were going to work out like it's just how he is you know it's just it's just who his character is but i do like that we did get to see like you said we did get to see aspects of him that were reminiscent of the comics so like when he takes rose to the theater and he's spouting off all this theater knowledge and stuff like that because it's like he's a theater kid he's a weird theater child you know like all the robins are really all of them are kind of this they're 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 dramatic they're very dramatic children and batman's a very dramatic man He's extremely dramatic for no reason at all. <laughs> I mean, he dresses up like yeah. a bat. Is it for no reason? You don't have to do that. You could just be a guy. Look at Grifter. Grifter puts on a bandana and a trench coat, and that's it. Of course, he doesn't have Batman money. <laughs> it's true. Like, the question puts on that little face. Remember the question? When are they going to do that in live action? I want that. I'm not sure who that character is. So the question was like, he was a detective um, that was a better detective than Batman. He discovered Batman's secret identity um, and where he pretty much like no one knew his identity because he didn't have a face, quote unquote, where like he would put on this mask and then take this chemical that would like erase his facial features so that no one could see his face or like know his identity at all. And he just knows everything. Like he just goes about solving crimes and then solving crimes that involve superheroes so if somebody does something that's like a little bit across the line the question will usually be the one to figure it out and be like oh yeah it's him he's the one who's the problem <laughs> huh interesting yeah sort of like uh oh my god what's the the guy from the the Doc the Manhattan comics oh yeah, yeah he's pretty much like Rorschach Rorschach yeah Rorschach thank you he's kind of like Rorschach yeah because he was, I think, I think he might be who Rorschach might be based off of. Because the question is like this old from like the fifties or something, and they never use him. I think he was in Justice League Unlimited for a little, for like an episode. <laughs> okay, okay. And he just wears like he just wears like a blue suit and just has no face. Like that's how you know it's the question. <laughs> you know so it is very Ro- Rorschach-ish. Yeah, and he will like he will kill a man. Like he has no qualms. He's like Batman. If Batman was like, yeah, I'm a detective, but I'll also kill you, because he like carries a gun sometimes. <laughs> Interesting. It's wild. Comic books are crazy, but like I want to see that in live action. You know, like give me, give me that. Give me Crimson. I hear that's coming back. I hear Rose and Thorn are coming back. You know, we're getting Blue Beetle, and Black Adam finally started filming. <laughs> I'm not excited for the the Black Adam movie. Really? Were you not a big fan of Shazam? I was a fan of Shazam, but Black Adam is going to be the rock with powers. It's going to be a rock movie, man. Yeah. So I feel like with the rock, you've seen one, you've seen them all. And uh, I feel like there were, there were so many character, or not character, but actors that could have been cast as Shazam, but no, they had to go with the rock you are not wrong you you're not wrong um 100 
it's I mean, it's pretty much just going to be the rock like in any other movie because he pretty much has powers in every movie he's in, except now he'll just shoot lightning sometimes. You know? Yes. But I mean, not a lot of people look like Teth Adam as much as he does. And I think that's why they went with it. Idris Elba. Uh, the guy that always gets cast as a bad guy or is only in movies for like five minutes. He was in um, the beatdown in Guardians of the Galaxy. He played um, the guy that Star-Lord said, I'm Star-Lord. He said, who? Him. Mm. Uh, uh. You know who I'm talking about? I forget his name. I think I know who you're talking about. Um, what is it? I don't remember his name. I, I remember no one's name. I remember nobody's real name ever. <laughs> like, Let's see. Um, who, who was that? Like, unless it's somebody who I like watch constantly, I have no idea what their actual name is. I'll be like, oh, yes, this character. And then people will be like, no, their name is like Dave. And I'm like, what? <laughs> His name is Dave this whole time? I feel betrayed. <laughs> you know, it's like whenever I see, uh, who's the dude that played Zod from Man of Steel? He just looks evil all the time. Yeah, he was a good Zod. You know, like he just looks evil all the time. And if anyone was like, no, no, his name is like Michael something. I know his name is Michael something. But if they were like, nah, that's his name. I'd be like, no, no, no. That's Zod. <laughs> Can't fool me. <laughs> all right. So I guess we jump in from here. Yeah. And then we had a little bit of technical issues. The recorder stopped. At some point, so Morgan, sorry about the tax of having to line these up. No, it's no problem. It's no problem at all. Um, yeah, no, like uh, I, I, like we were saying, I think, I think the Justice League lineup for now, like that they have now, like you said, is the wrong one. I think it's a bit outdated. Ironically, with the exception of Wonder Woman, I think everybody else can go. <laughs> I will keep um, Flash. I will keep bats but superman i would replace him with like um martian man hunter aquaman i would replace him with uh mm, hawkman (laughs) and then who else we getting rid of wonder woman i mean you want to get rid of wonder woman yeah sure i like wonder woman but yeah (laughs) she doesn't do anything for me man Okay, all right. Yeah, it's, it's that singing, after, isn't it? It's the singing. No, after the second movie, it's just kind of like, do I really want to see Diana again? Not really. I mean, you could replace it with Zatanna. No. Really? How about we How about we replace it with Black Canary? Okay, but I mean, if you do Black Canary, you got to bring Green Arrow in. No, 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 no. Can't have those two separated? We're, oh, we're doing a different take. Wow. Why you, We're flipping the script. You gonna separate the two of them? Yeah, man. Man, that's wild. Like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So, Black Canary in, in replacing Wonder Woman, um, Hawkman for Aquaman, um, Marshman for Superman. See, I would want to replace Barry with Wally. You know, because I feel like Wally's Why, just though? a bit. Wally just he he was always a bit funnier to me, and I think that's partially because like the Justice League cartoon, it was Wally, and plus Wally's faster. He's faster than Barry. Is he? Yeah. He's faster than Barry. No. But 
Barry was confirmed to be the fastest within within the speed force. No, Barry confirms. Remember, he was, it's canon. Barry confirms that Wally is actually faster than him. But Barry even made it to the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, but Barry even confirms. He's like, no, Wally's faster. That's why it's like, they never use it, but it's like, he is he's canonically the fastest Flash, but they just never use it. Because he's like more in tune with the speed force or whatever. Since Barry, because Barry like disappeared that one time, Wally became like more in tune with it. So he's like faster than everybody, but they just never use it. But why is there... That's the thing that confused me about the whole Flash mythos. Like, why we have two Flashes? There's like 20. At the same time. There's like 20. No, but, <laughs> but why do we have Barry and Wally at the same time? Uh, because comic books, they just, they ran out of stuff. You know, now there's like, there's Johnny and Jesse Quick uh, at all at the same time. Like, everybody's pulling from the same speed force. Which is why, like, that's their explanation why nobody is like super fast anymore is because they're like well everybody's using the same speed force so it's limiting everyone else <laughs> but the whatever i don't wanna i don't wanna go too comic book heavy because i need to do more research but it's all over the place man the speedsters are they're an entire confusing nightmare like they <laughs> the stuff that they do with them is just it's the worst thing imaginable <laughs> Yeah, and I guess annoying. Like nobody should ever be able to beat them, realistically. Like in like in reality, no one would ever be able to beat them. Like the way that they just process stuff is faster than the speed of light. So no one should ever be able to get the jump on them or surprise them or anything. But they're just like, well, we need plot. So he gets beat up by this dude with a gun. You know? <laughs> yeah, because even if you want to kind of talk about strength, if if they do a vibration punch on somebody, it could be way stronger than a Superman punch. Yeah. Remember the the like 50 punches a second or whatever where like he runs around the world and just punches a dude over and over and over again with like the force of the sun? That sounds like a heart. It it's in the the Justice League cartoon. And he's like he wrecks that dude. I still think the this even from the 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 Snyderverse, the running back in time that was the in terms of visuals, it looked so freaking good. That was my favorite part of the movie. Oh yeah, it was it was so cool. It was so awesome. Like I just I like Wally was always just like my favorite. Flat like Barry's because of the classic reasons he's usually everybody's favorite Flash, and he was mine for a very long time. But like in recent years, Wally became my favorite. Um. Because I really liked his family dynamic with like his kids and trying to raise them while being the Flash and all this. So he has a lot of he has a lot of really cool, uh, like really cool storylines that Barry didn't get because you know people were like we don't like Barry and I was like I don't, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Barry's cool. I don't know. I like I don't know what happened in like the last forty years where people were like we don't like Barry. You know, but like Wally has a lot of cool exchanges, with like a lot of Green Lanterns and all this stuff. He just became my favorite Flash over over time. You know, he was really cool. So I would I would sub him in for Barry, if we're leaving a Flash, and then probably like Blue Beetle for um, who was the other one in there? No Cyborg. No, nah, leave Cyborg. Cyborg's good for the modern day, but like in mine, I would sub out Blue Beetle for Batman. 
because Blue Beetle's he's he's kind of he's better to me. <laughs> but Blue Beetle's a is a jobber, man. Or at least in recent years, they made him out to be a jobber. Yeah, but he's getting a movie, and like he, when you like unlock the full intensity of that suit, have you seen Young Justice? No. Okay, so Young Justice, they cover the the entire like Reach and Blue Beetle storyline, and when you see what that suit can do, it wrecks everybody. Like it's it's like a it's an, a fully adaptable Iron Man suit essentially that can just adapt to anything because it thinks on its own and it can create any weapon that you need at that moment. That sounds good. However, my counter argument would be whenever you think about any of the Blue Beetle media materials that have been shown to a casual, they always present to him as a joke. And yeah. that's to me, that's the image I have of him. A joke character that now they're trying to... Like, let's say when Kofi won the, the Love Lovely title. Oh. Did you buy into Kofi right away? I did not, because I was like, they don't, exactly. they don't mean this. <laughs> or when um, Jinder Mahal won the WWE title. It's rough. It's rough out there. <laughs> and see, that's what it feels like to me. Blue Beetle. I mean, it's the, it's the same thing with Cyborg, really, because Cyborg was like this joke character from the Teen Titans, and now they've kind of they've made him, you know, a real hero, and they're kind of they're doing the same thing with the Beetle, because Jaime was always just like yeah. he was a teenager, you know. <laughs> My counter argument to that would be that even when Cyborg was shown in Teen Titans, the the Cartoon Network version, the good version, not the chibi stuff that the kids have now. Yes, it was a joke, parody, comedy show. I said the same thing in five different ways. <laughs> but he always was portrayed as a powerhouse. Like, even with the jokes, they always said, okay, haha, he's funny, but he could kill you. See, that's why you got to watch Young Justice. Young Justice is where they turned Jaime around. And in the, com- in the comics, he's pretty good. Like, he's a really good hero. But Batman Brave and the Bold, it really did Jaime dirty. That's what really did him dirty. Because when you read the comics, like, you know, he goes back to like Ted Cord and um I forget the original Blue Beetle's name. I forget his name. But he, he went f- He went full robot. I don't know what you said. Oh gosh. I was saying, yeah, we like the comics go back to I forget the like original Blue Beetle's name, but it like him he was just a dude who like didn't know that the scarab had like power power. Like he was just a dude to like punch people, but he had like super strength. And then Ted Cord like got none of the powers because i guess he was lame but he was like rich so he just made gadgets or whatever then jaime actually bonded with it but batman brave and the bold like made him into a joke and i don't know if has he been in any other cartoons besides brave and the bold and well he was in smallville and that was bad and then young justice was he in anything else i don't i can't put a thing think of it now yeah, I don't I don't think he was, but like Young Justice turned him around. And it's on HBO Max. You might want to they're doing a season 4. It's really good. It's a really good show. Um is it's a lot darker. And they really like they brought Static Shock back um with that show. Like they brought they, they brought back a lot of characters um with that show and they kind of really turned them around and made them a lot cooler than they used to be cuz Comic Jaime is like he's bad. Like he <laughs> He, he could put some work in on some people but like cartoon Jaime before Young Justice was like he, like you said he was a joke but now it's like I could buy him as a hero hero you know 
Interesting how much I got all. Yeah, you know, because that suit, it, uh, ooh, it, it, it claps. It, it claps like anybody. <laughs> it's dangerous. Um, it's bad, dude. It's, it, when you get to it, you're like, oh my god, whoa, okay, you just letting this dude run around? All right, cool. All right, <laughs> like Batman's not gonna, not gonna do anything about that. Okay. <laughs> I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Um. But before we get into recommendations, uh, Bradley, are you gonna hop back in on DC Universe Online now that they've added Flashpoint into it? No, not at all. Really? <laughs> that game. Um, it was. How can I put this diplomatically? Fallout seventy six. Ooh. On release date was a better game. Oh Lord. And we all know how that turned out. That's rough. That's rough right there. Dude, that game was so bad, man. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was my internet, my system, but I never enjoyed it. Oh, the combat made no sense. And the instances were, were absolute booty cheeks. Like, it was... That game was weird in the weirdest way. Because it wasn't in-depth when it first came out. You know, like, it was just like, oh, yeah, you create a hero and then you just go out there and fight stuff for no reason whatsoever. There was no storyline. There was no, like, reasoning behind anything. It was just like DC was trying to make World of Warcraft. You know? They try to go they try to go for the MMO when it's not their wheelhouse. They should have partnered with somebody else, sort of like Disney did with Square Enix when they released Kingdom Hearts. Exactly. Like it would it, like DC Universe Online would have smacked as like a single player or even like a just a co-op. Like it would have it would have done numbers. Because I think it's like the backbone of a really great game is there especially now with like all the add-ons from what i've seen like the backbone of a really great game is there it's just it's not being used correctly and it needs like a serious graphics update like hardcore mm-hmm. yeah you know what it feels like did you ever know the story about final fantasy 14 before it was final fantasy 14 i don't know the story surrounding it please let me tell me so originally Final Fantasy XI, which was the first online game that Square Enix did for Final Fantasy, it was um, chaotic, mm. to put it mildly. So what they did was they weaved the story of the game collapsing into the storyline for Final Fantasy XIV. So basically there was a calamity. Um, the bad guys had won. The world was about to collapse. And in real life, what happened was they were scrapping the game. So the story continued from there. And it was kind of like a revamping to the game. So at first, the game was still pretty rough. <laughs> but now it's gotten to the point that is, I, I jump back into the game now. And okay. I'm trying to get you to jump into the game. And You really are. And I'm yeah. probably going to. I'm, I'm legitimately, I'm going to. Um, I'm working my way through 8. I'm, I'm working my way through 8. I bought it. I'm playing it. Uh, so I what will kind of appreciate. Uh, I'm still in the beginning. Um, I'm about an hour in. <laughs> I've been playing like three oh, different so games. <laughs> so you still haven't um, done the part with the thing? I have not. I've not done the part with the thing yet. Um, I'm still I'm making my way through uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance at the same time, which is taking a lot of time because I'm like trying to level up so I can actually finish the stupid game. And it's so hard because the combat mechanics make no sense. Like tough game. 
It, it's so rough. Have you ever have you ever played it? No, but I seen I seen that on on the YouTube. Yeah, it's like what is what are the combat in that game? Why, why? <laughs> it like, was a a rough rough game. Um, damn. Um, Skyrim, the oh. Elder Scrolls when it first came out. Oh, that game was rough. It was so rough. I'm about to I'm about to get back into Skyrim. I I, I saw some TikToks with Serana today and it was like you need to do this. And I have it. I have Skyrim on three different things, including the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> it's a good game and it's a very um self-involving game. Like you go deep into the story and I like that game. Oh yeah. I'm about to download like 200 mods. And I'm about to go deep. I never modded Skyrim. I never. I haven't played that type of Skyrim yet. So I'm about to mod this thing, and I'm about to go deep. <laughs> it's fun playing modded, but um, my recommendation would be if you are gonna do mods, don't go too crazy with the modding in in terms of like gags, because it will detract from the story if you're trying to play it playing. Oh, I just I just want like the main one. So like to bolster some of the storylines, like the college. I hear there's like a, a mod to make the college storyline better. Um, like both the college, like the Winterhold College uh, with like the Wizards. And then I think the Bard College also has like a, a mod to make the storyline like more in depth and cohesive and just better all around. So I want to get those. I want to get like a lot of RPG mods, including the Marrying Serana mod, because that made me so mad that they would do that to me. <laughs> no, which one? Uh, there's like a mod so that you can actually marry Serana in the game because she is the best companion. Wait, isn't... Who's the first one you get? Lydia, right? Yeah, Lydia's the first one you get. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. She was the best. You, you're a she Lydia person? Use the... No, no, no. But she was a fun one because she was her... Death reactions were funny when you actually get to kill them by doing the shout off the mountain. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I just yeah. So she was fun. Yeah, she was co- she was cool. And then like, and but Serana's like you know she makes actual witty comments and all this type of stuff. And she is she's, she's a vampire. She you know has the necromancy thing like all this type of stuff. And like her storyline is the most in depth of like almost any NPC in the game. <laughs> So, and Bethesda was like, or whoever does, that's Bethesda, right? Who does Skyrim? Which, I forgot. Which of those trash companies is it that does, does this game? They were like, can't marry though. There would be no marrying of Serana. No, 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 no. We understand that you would like to. We get it. You won't. <laughs> uh, so I'm getting that mod. I'm going to get a lot of those RPG mods, a lot of those in-depth, you know, deep storyline mods and i'm gonna get in there you know i still haven't played the main quest of, of skyrim so this will probably actually be my first time actually beating the game really yeah, I've, I've played thousands of hours of this game and i have not done the main quest i did the entire magician's guild quest which took about 60 plus hours just to realize that i wasn't doing the main story same i thought i was i was so upset that i had to that i was still technically in the second stages of the first quest 
Exactly. I was sitting there. I went on this whole magician's guild thing, and then I ended up doing the whole thieves guild thing. And I still I didn't realize I still wasn't doing the main quest. And then I started on the Dark Brotherhood. And then they were like, and then a friend of mine was like, You realize that's not the main quest line? I was like, What? I thought I thought it was. And they're like, No. Have you not gone to the mountain? I was like, There's a mountain? <laughs> yeah, it's very similar to me, man. I it was I mean it's fun because you get to like build the story of the game you want to play, but still, when you're when they're telling you like things like you're not a master magician, I'm like, okay, buddy, relax. Exactly. Like that's what kind I of could, annoyed me. Like I could end your entire chicken coop. He's it's like, you're gonna come in here, you're gonna talk to me like this. I could I could tear this whole city to the ground. Don't no one better disrespect me. I remember I played the game and I had the that shout that causes a thunderstorm. Oh yeah. And I was when I started doing the main mission, I was like, you know, the second, first town. I was in the second town with small ass chickens, killing them using the super powerful uh, shout because I was that overpowered. See, that's like the best thing to do in Skyrim, though. It's just like do random stuff. I'm building a, I'm building a stupid mansion for no reason. <laughs> Hoarding dragon bones. I used to love doing that for some reason. Yeah, you know, just over encumbered because I have too many dragon bones. Or give them all to to Lydia to hold. See, you and see, you can't Lydia. I had Serana, you know. So. I never did the memoir quest. I don't think, or fully finished it. Ah, uh, see, so yeah, I had the I had the Dawnguard DLC and the Hearthstone DLC or whatever, whatever, whatever the whatever the other DLC. No, no, is. not because of the DLCs. I had all the <laughs> DLCs, but in terms of like what I ended up doing, I I did the magicians, then I did the the undead, mm. and then I did the werewolf. Then I did the main story quest, and then I went for the full dragon legendary armor, which you needed the, I think it was 200 dragons dead, plus had be, the, by the time you do the 200th kills, I think you had to be wearing full dragon bone armor with dragon leather on your, um, on your companion in order to meet the requirements, in order to unlock the legendary dragon um line of quests or whatever oh see i gotta go do that see i just i stumbled into the dawn guard dlc like i stumbled into it and then just i was on then all of a sudden i was fighting vampires like i didn't mean to <laughs> I, was, I was on another quest and i just walked into it <laughs> Yeah, that's how it happens, man. That's why this game is crazy. Yeah, like I, I just still haven't touched that main quest line. Still haven't done it. <laughs> it's seventy-five hours later, and you realize that you should have taken the left on at the beginning of the game. Exactly. You know, like I just I went to sleep one night, and all of a sudden I've been kidnapped. Like it, it was, it was wild. The game is insane. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. I fought in that whole civil war thing. You know, did that whole thing. <laughs> well, if you're going to replay this game, good luck to you, man. Uh, I wish you wealth and good fortune. Listen, I got to I got to get in there. Um, but yeah, uh, recommendation before we get out of here. Uh, Bralia, what are you recommending to the to the people for this week? So this is our recommendation for the people and to you. I had mentioned that I was going to do this one on the last time we had a text conversation or voice note. Well, hell. Yeah, I don't know. We talk a lot. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> it's great. So, 
Yeah, it is. Um, so there's this channel on YouTube called Cold Fusion. And is this guy named the Gogo? I forgot his last name. He's from Australia. And he's basically one of those most charismatic, soft-spoken people I've ever listened to in, on YouTube. What his channel is about is about teaching you things and showing and showing different um, histories of could be the most mundane things like a battery or Atari, which is the latest video that he posted. And even history like Bitcoin, the how it begun and everything. And even when COVID was like when we were in the, the thick of the pandemic, he did a video on it explaining how it spread and it was very educational because he does full-on research. He's even published a book that I need to purchase on as soon as possible. But his delivery, his editing, everything about his YouTube um, channel is just short of amazing. I feel like what he teaches could be taught in all levels of school. And if you haven't seen his channel, I highly recommend it. I've been following his channel for years now and i randomly stumbled upon it when i was looking for something on the history of at&t because i like at&t and i thought it was a fun research to do and i found his channel and i've been hooked ever since so yeah okay yeah um like you said you did you did text me that um and i did start looking at a couple of stuff but i'm gonna delve a lot deeper um because you seem very passionate and I will, uh, and I will watch this. Um, yeah, man, I'm telling you is like, watch one of his videos to the end. And I guarantee you're going to be clicking on something else. Another one of his videos. It's hard to like, stop when you go down the, the Google rabbit hole. But yeah. Um, so you heard him people. We're, we're all going to do this together. We're all going to watch this. Um, it will not be a watch party. We will all watch it and I will hold you accountable in your own homes. Hold yourselves accountable. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to watch. I'll text you, uh, which video I watch. Um, cause I'm definitely going to check out. Yes. Videos. I'll rewatch at the same time. Cause I've rewatched a lot of his videos. Lit. All right. Um, and then for, for mine, uh, my recommendation, um, I, I would say, uh, watch a tiktok but don't do that don't watch the ones i'm watching that's for sure um <clears throat> i don't know go go watch uh go 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 watch you know falcon and soldier or something or go 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 uh go 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 look at some some cryptos or something you know go ooh, actually what you call it netflix just dropped a uh there's two things one probably i think i texted you about this is a k-drama called it's okay to not be okay it's pretty good. Um, it's very dramatic and kind of gets really dark at times. Like there's a whole murder in there. There's a murder mystery in the, like in throughout this whole show. And it's like a, it's supposed to be like kind of this, this rom-com, but it's like a murder mystery through this whole thing. And it's dark. <laughs> like, like it is dark. Um, it's subbed. I think there might be a dub, but I always watch everything subbed. So uh, there's probably a dub. Yeah, I think there's probably a dub for those of you who love dub, but I watch everything subbed. As you hear, Bradley also watches subs, um, but it is, it is subbed as well. Um, it's on Netflix. It's very it's pretty good. Uh, it's only 16 episodes, you know, so it's pretty quick. Uh, although each episode is like an hour. It was it was a lot. 
but I was I kept getting hooked. I, I watched them all. Um, and then they just put out uh Neja new or new gods Neja or whatever on Netflix as well, which is like a continuation of the Neja movie, which is pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I from what I remember, it's not that long, and it leaves you wanting more. Yes, like are they? I, I hear. I feel like they're doing like a whole universe of these characters, and I really want them to do that because I really liked what I saw. <laughs> yeah, I I've been hearing mumblings about that as well on Reddit that Netflix is kind of trying to push for their own version of the. Not necessarily the MCU, but kind of like an Arrowverse-style shared universe of shows that kind of relates, like, for example, cheesy rom-coms that all fall within the same universe as well as other shows. So, who knows? Yeah, but that, yeah, that show is lit. Um, or that, that movie is lit. Uh, because, uh, you know, the, 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 the original Neja movie was also very good. Um, and then that one is very good. And I look forward to to the sequel because it a lot less motorcycle riding I thought would be in it, but still good, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my recommendations. Braulio, where can everyone find you on the internet? Well, you can find me at the BraulioShow.com. That is the site where you can find the episodes of the podcast. You can find uh show notes on what we discussed for that specific episode you can also click on links where you can find all the socials for me on the twitter on the tiktok on the clapper now which i am clapping which sounds weird but that, you know that's that's what the kids call it uh you can also find the youtube channel from there and if you stick around on the website you can also check out some blogs i have a few that i'm proofreading in order to do the publishing thing and hopefully we'll get mr mr brooks here to submit some literature as well for the for the website you know the the morgan memoirs yes you, you might you might say the morgan memoirs <laughs> from 1873 <laughs> we can we can have them behind uh a feet pick paywall. You know, Morgan likes his feet pick. You know what I'm saying? That's my that's my OnlyFans with his only feet. And there's do you pay me in feet? Yeah, man. Listen, those uh, what's it called? The N- not NFCs, the NFTs? NFTs. <laughs> it's just feet. This seems like an unsustainable business model. You never know, man. The the feet community is lively and entertaining to say the least on reddit <laughs> where's my wiki feet page all right I'm, I'm sure there's probably one picture of my feet out there where's mine huh? <laughs> uh but again the website is bralioshow.com uh hope to catch you soon and one more thing you can also find the podcast anywhere the podcasts are sold especially if you check it out on itunes make sure that you give it a first five star rating let us know where you found the Brother Show podcast or where you found it from. You know, like say, hey, I'm one of the Ren boys dropping by on the Brother Show. I'll, I'll appreciate that. It would be fun to to hear from you. Some cross-pollination, you know, let, let you know that we know that you know that we know. You know? You know? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. 
um yes if you want to uh if you want to clap along with Braulio and or um i don't know i don't know watch Braulio clap i don't know uh you can go to clapper uh you <laughs> you can also find me on the twitter at morgan l brooks on the instagram at morgan l underscore brooks soon to be on clapper uh at hidden time lord um and then soon to be on tick uh, actually i'm on tiktok on tiktok twitch uh, uh you know soundcloud whatever else i uh, hidden time lord h-i-d-d-e-n-t-i-m-e-l-o-r-d uh and you can uh check this out this thing that you're listening to right now every friday uh on the internet wherever you got it this time you can get it again uh but with that said um we enjoyed you being here with us to talk with us um and we'll see you next week when we talk about something else right ralio <laughs> yes yes and don't forget that we still have not finished the march madness bracket and we are very excited to finish it and let you know the results i forgot which show that's gonna fall on but stick around stay tuned and also please make sure to check out the ralio show on this upcoming week because there's going to be a very important announcement related to the Bradley Show's anniversary episode and some things that you might win as a thank you. Yes. Um, and everybody likes winning. So if you're into winning, um, I almost went, I don't know why my brain just went to uh, thinking about um, 50 Cent lyrics. Um, yeah. I thought you were going to say Charlie Sheen. <laughs> That probably would be great. Um, but if you like winning, uh, head on over to Bradley's show for the anniversary episode um, for announcements to know what to do so you can possibly win. If there is things to win, we're not going to spoil anything. Who's to say what's going on over there? You got to find out. Um, but yeah, love you. Thank you for, for joining us. And we'll see you next time. Good, goodbye. <laughs> Flush twice before opening the window because the door is always shut. <laughs>